All right, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast, episode 40, recorded July 22nd, 2021. Right. Um, let's start off with some horror news. Uh, the reboot of Stephen King's Salem Lot what? is getting ready to kick off filming. Uh, this is recorded by a local newspaper um, in what town is this? It's up somewhere up up north. Uh, what's the name of it? Local news. Uh, basically saying that um, it's announced in that town that the latest reboot of Stephen King's vampire horror, Selm's Lot, written and directed by Gary Doberman, who wrote It, Annabelle Comes Home, etc., is going to begin filming in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Looking forward. It's reported by the local Ipswich Daily News, and quote from that article, uh, It writer Gary Doberman will direct, according to Variety Magazine, in addition to the novel, in which was published in 1975, King also wrote the movie script. Um, the book was adapted in 1979 into a miniseries starring David Soule and Ben Mears, uh, and it returns to Jules, um, as Ben Mears, who returns to Jerusalem's lot, only to discover some rascals turning the townspeople into vampires. Another TV movie was made in 2004, which starred Rob Lowe. So this is the first time that this has ever been made into a big screen movie. Cool. Nice. Kind of excited for it. I mean, there's a decent, decent sure. writer behind it. It looks like it might be something uh, worth watching. Yeah. One of my favorite childhood movies, for sure. Yeah. Um, the Pet Cemetery prequel uh, <laughs> has some intriguing new story details, including Ooh. some character descriptions online. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, according to the Illuminati, um, sources say that Pet Cemetery prequel will film. The film will explore the early life of Judd. Huh. What kept him in Ludlow, Maine, and what friends he had in childhood. So, really, basically, if you ask me, it's the whole beginning of the fucking book that was never in either of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of uh, cool. I think. I think as long as it'll stray too far from the book, that it'll be good because there's so many but was was the was that first half scary though or oh yeah oh yeah because oh, oh because of his sister right no no yes. no, no no not only that the, uh-huh. judd remember he talked about the first or no that wasn't his sister that was no right Jud, judd's the old man next door he's the old guy. okay gotcha gotcha, gotcha. so he he Fred win right he yeah. he played part in burying a kid who resurrected i can't remember the kid's name but yeah, was wasn't, right. it his, wasn't it his son or something? No, no, no. It was one of his. No? It was when he was a kid. It was like one of his buddies, oh, okay. one of his pals, uh, and right. along with a bunch of other pets from the kids in the neighborhood. I talked to you guys before. There was a cat. Yeah, I remember that. There was a cat named Micmac that was in the story too. That was like a badass cat that was really evil, and he got resurrected. So I'm excited to see if they do a prequel that just covers the story prior to the family moving to Massachusetts. That'll be awesome. Yeah, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, it says it's. Um, let's see what it says here. It says uh, uh, 
it says uh, this it's a story about Judd. Appears to have it all, gaining some things he wants in life through easygoing disposition and charming smile. This inspires pain and resentment from his best friend Manny, uh, the only Native American in a primarily Caucasian town, which led him to be an outsider. And there's a character named Timmy. Timmy's the kid that got buried. That's right. So mm. uh, Timmy, whose life was marred by tragedy and pain, the three boys were inseparable in their friendship was destroyed in one terrible choice. Judd and his girlfriend, Norma, planned to leave Ludlow, Maine, and join the Peace Corps. Unfortunately, their past begins to creep up on them, and the fragile peace at Ludlow fractures. They discover unspeakable horrors, concealed secrets of Ludlow, and its history, and everything that we thought we knew about Pet Cemetery and its origins comes apart. And the terrifying events unfold. Judd and Manny must work together to fix their friendship and stop the evil tormenting their town. So I'm, ex- I'm excited by that. Yeah, it sounds good. I guess if you go in with low expectations, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's see. This, this is going to be a series, right? So it's, it's not, is it a movie or a series? I thought it was a series. Uh, it doesn't say here. Bah, 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 bah. No, it's a film. It's going to be a film. So it's going to be available on some streaming service. I don't see... Which Netflix? One? No, it's not Netflix. It it might be uh Shutter? I highly doubt that. That would be nice, but I doubt that. It's probably probably Amazon. Or the par- the new Paramount uh Ugh. service. All right. Uh Malignant official trailer posted for HBO Max last week, and it looks fucking awesome. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, the unholy malignant. That's the one yep. I was thinking yep. of. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so malignant. Yes. Malignant is um. That's is, September or no? Uh. Might... Yes. I don't have a date in the notes that I took here. Uh, I just looked at the video on YouTube and read the plot. The plot says malignant follows Madison Mitchell, uh, who is suffering from a bizarre terrifying visions of brutal murders in order to stop the killer and save herself madison must first reckon with her own troubled past uh this is written and directed by um uh the the dude that did the whole conjuring thing uh what what uh what the hell's that guy james Wan. yeah james Wan. yes Wan. yes uh, he he put this one together. So James Wan, the master of horror as it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the special effects look awesome. This is a more or less a uh, another uh, what's it? What, um, Insidious or Conjuring? Yeah, yeah or... It, looks, it looks by the trailer. It looks a lot like Insidious. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm James Wan's awesome though. Yeah, he, he does some great work. So I'm ridiculous. I'm excited for that. He did yeah. Dead Silence too, I think, didn't he? Like that's like one of my favorites. Oh, that was a good oh, one. That's right. Yeah, that was I. That was a great movie. Yeah. With the puppets, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was creepy. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie has been sharing more and more of the pre-production photos and videos from the monsters. Uh, um, Dread Central reports and shows some of his uh, feeds from um, Instagram, but I do follow him on Instagram, and he's been posting pictures, blueprints for Mockingbird Lane, the home, so they're getting ready to build the, the superficial yeah, the whole house. the house. Um he showed the yesterday. He showed the nightgown for Lily, which is modeled exactly after the one she had in the TV show. So I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping that he does a good job with it. Like if you, yeah. if, if the if the if the movie making jerk offs in the boardroom will stay off his back, I bet he right. could probably produce something really good. Yeah. Yes. 
Let's hope they do that. But yeah. they seldom do. Exactly. Uh, the upcoming interview with the Vampire series has now uh, a director. Um, Variety is reporting that Alan Taylor has officially signed to direct the first two episodes of the upcoming eight-episode series, which will also join the Rice Clan as executive producer on the first season of The Gothic Romance. Taylor earned an Emmy in his work with the final season of HBO's The Sopranos. So, pretty good director. Signed up for the first two episodes of the new Interview with the Vampire series. I'm excited cool. for it. I really loved the Anne Rice um, series, the uh, uh, Vampire Chronicles. Very, very good. Um, you know, and when it came to movie adaptations, you know, Interview with the Vampire wasn't a perfect adaptation, but I really loved it. And then the second movie, Queen of the Dam, was absolutely trash. Yes. Agreed. Duty. <laughs> Halloween tra- Halloween Kills trailer. Looks really good. The trailer fucking knocked my socks off. It looks brutal. It Yo, looks brutal. And it picks up exactly where the last movie left off, which yeah. is fucking amazing. Like, how many movies yeah. do that? Right. And the yeah, way it looks brutal. The way he killed those firemen. Woo, oh, man. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, as a side note, I read another article shortly after watching that trailer going, man, this looks great. But I just read another article where Jamie Lee Curtis is saying this is her final film uh, being uh, um, Laurie Strode. She's done with that character. Well, I mean... Do you think that you're going to kill her off in the movie, you think? I think so. Well, go out on a high note, right? I mean, I was pleasantly surprised by the the last one. Uh, I thought it was a good good remake. Absolutely. Um, And this looks really good. Absolutely, yeah. Um... Bassam Tarak to direct the Marvel film starring Mahershala Ali, Blade. (laughs) So Deadline reports that Blade now has a director lined up. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the story. We might have talked about it on a previous episode, but when Mahershala Ali said he wanted to be Blade, he literally had his publicist call Marvel. He went and had a meeting with them and basically said, I want to be Blade. Make me Blade. (laughs) And... Kevin said, yes. Kevin Foggy said, yes, you are. And they didn't even have plans to make a movie Blade. But since he came into the office and said, make me Blade, they said, all right, we're going to make you Blade and we're going to make that movie. Nice. Uh, so now they have a director. That means they're getting ready to kick this thing off. Is that director known for anything we would know? I, I don't know. I think he directed no. one other movie. This is going to be his yeah. second movie. Uh, let's see what it says here. A- after a thorough search that involved a number of months, meetings with a slew of different talent, Marvel's new Blade movie has found its director. While a deal is not yet done, sources tell Deadline that Bassam Tarak, best known for directing the Ritz Ahmed film Mogul Mogwai, Mogul Mogwai, I haven't seen that one. Is in talks to helm the new adaptation of the popular comic with Mahersha Ali set to play the iconic vampire hunter. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I liked the, the original, um, but uh, I think hopefully they, with the new technologies and whatnot. Uh, Dude, I have no doubts it's going to be great. It's not going to be quite the rated R movie that Blade was, but I'm sure it'll be it's great. It's got potential. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel, has anybody seen The Black Widow? Yes. I've not. Good. Worth watching. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. In fact, 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably my second favorite Marvel movie of all time. Wow. Okay. Wow. Because let me tell you, it reminded me so much of Winter Soldier, how it was just a straight-up action flick. Mm-hmm. Just pure action, spy, espionage shit. It was really cool. good. Yeah, okay. It was kind of like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like That, that series was kind of like that, too. Fantastic, like, yeah. 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 It's very grounded in reality. There's not so much of the superhero crap. And when the scenes of the superhero stuff, perfect. It was just perfect. I loved it. Sweet. Cool. Uh, and if you haven't watched it, uh, also... Uh, Loki? Um, Loki. My God, was uh, that fucking amazing. Dude, and, and I like the, the finale. I mean, it's a, it's a nice jump-off point for, for the next phase. Like, dude, that pretty much just sets it all up, right? Kang the Conqueror? Yeah, he's the next, you know, Thanos level villain and everything will tie into that. In fact, they already announced that they'll be doing um, um, what's it called? The Secret Invasion as a TV series. Oh, sweet. So that means this is all going to lead up to Secret Wars with Kang. That'd be awesome. It's going to be amazing. I can't I can't even wait. I hope they do Battle Planet. Would that be awesome if they did Battle Planet? That would be impressive. <laughs> Holy shit. They can't. They can't do Secret Wars without Battle Planet. So I'm. I'm. I'm stoked for it. I really uh, liked the uh, alligator version of Loki too. That was pretty. Uh, <laughs> that guy was. That guy was vicious. Yeah, especially when he bit off Loki's hand and just screamed <laughs> at the top. What the hell? Why is there an alligator in here? <laughs> That's uh, a Loki too. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Um, writer director Lee Cronin gives a sneak peek into Evil Dead Rise, the next Evil Dead movie. July 13th marked a halfway point for filming and production. I posted a link here that I'll put on our website, and I'll also post it on Facebook to the Twitter feed for uh, Lee Cronin. Um, he has some photographs from the set of filming Evil Dead Rise. Oh, sweet. Story takes place in Los Angeles, according from the things that I've seen in the photo. It's all L.A. locations. Wow. Very excited for it. Um... And the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix has been a success. Record number of people watching that sh- those three movies. It's good. Back to back. It was fantastic. I've only watched the first one so far, and I, and I enjoyed it. I think we might watch the second one this weekend. Let me just tell you, the first one was so good. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That Friday that the second one came out, I watched the first one first. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the second one right away because this was so good. And the second one was even better than the first one. Yeah. And then yeah. I watched the third one when it came out. And the third one was even better than the second one. Awesome. It was amazing. I, yeah. I can't believe somebody wrote this shit. And it's based on a Goosebumps novel? R.L. Stein? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, amazing. Supposedly they're working on some, because it did so well, they're already talking about uh, like another set. That would be awesome. I, yeah. I, his First of all, his writing is pretty good. My kids used to read their stuff, and some of it was a bit scary for kids. Uh, but oh, this was totally adult. Yeah, sure. man, was this a great three movies back to back? And you know what? Not even once did I look at my watch and go like, oh, no, they're, they're fairly long. They're, they're close to two hours each. Yeah, but they were so good. So no, that's good. what I said. You didn't want them to end. Yeah, yeah. they were good. They were I also awesome. watched the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, the third the third one is uh, 1666. 66. Yeah, freaking amazing. So they, they go backwards. Yep, yep. Yep. Trying to find the the uh, the origins of how those towns became uh, so diametrically opposed to each other. Yeah. In the way that they're. And yeah, the, the reveal at the end is fucking amazing. It's just an amazing movie. All three well, the of them. Second one, the second one is a good example of that, Chris. You'll see. Yeah. How to to the how the two towns just sort of 
clash. What yeah. is it? It was 1994, then uh, seven, uh, 1976. Or 1978? What was what was it? 78, right? Yeah, I think it was 7... I don't remember. Like 70, 78, I think. Yeah, and then the third one is 1666. Yeah. Really good. Really good stuff. Loved it. All right. Uh, I think that's all I got for news. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about, news-wise? Uh, yeah, I got uh, two that I... Uh, um, I saw that they, they released um, a movie poster for Jordan Peele's movie that's coming out next year. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, called, yeah. it's called Nope. 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 Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, the the, the poster is like this big like rain cloud with like looks like uh, like a string of like a balloon like hanging from it, and that's that's the poster. Oh, look but it comes that. out next July. Yeah, I see it. Well, when when is it? When is Candyman coming out? I mean, that yeah, got, I don't know. That got clobbered from uh, COVID, and like uh, we still don't have yeah. a release date on that, do we? I think the studios are trying to figure out like when to release stuff because they don't want to release certain things when other things, you know, like yeah, it's kind of yeah. Says uh, also, says tentatively August twenty seventh, twenty twenty one for can- for uh, Candyman. Hmm. What wait? What month? August twenty seventh. August. So so soon then. Yeah. Um, the other one is the uh, the Ari Aster A twenty four movie that's uh, they're working on, uh, Disappointment Boulevard. So is they've this, uh, they've is named this... a few uh, a few actors. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be in it. Oh. And Michael Gandolfini, which who is uh, James Gandolfini's son. Yeah. And Nathan Lane. So they're not really sure. The the, the movie's the has been pretty hush hush as like what it's about and stuff like that. But uh, you know. Ari Aster and A24 usually put some good some good shit out First there. First of all, the psychological level of the shit in his movies is is br- yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so uh, th- those are the two things that I had uh, read over the last uh, last couple weeks. Nice. And then um uh Craig, did you have any? Nope, I'm good. And it just I uh I besides the Fear Streets, I I did watch the the Conjuring the Devil made me do it, which was just meh. Yeah. And uh, Werewolves Within, which was awesome. That was pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed the that. The Conjuring 3 was, you know, there were some great parts to it, but they there were parts of it that were like, that. Yeah. Like, I, I just was w- waiting for something more. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, it was like, it's like eating, like, stuff that's only semi-sweetened and it tastes okay, but you're just waiting for that little bit extra yeah. for your taste buds to really kick in. And yeah. I was disappointed in it. Yeah, yeah it was it too, suck, much, uh, too much. Too uh, much courtroom, I guess. Right? It was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all I had then on uh, news and uh, stuff that I've been watching. Excellent. All right. Let's move on to our favorite part, the top five. And this month's top five is top five non-supernatural serial killer. That put a bit of a challenge onto it because when you think about some great serial killer films, there's some supernatural element in a lot of them. Yeah, what I try to do is stick. Oh, with I see. I found a ton. I was trying to stick with ones that like were either based off like true stories, or that way I, there was no way that I was like you know delving yeah. off into yeah. you yeah. know. All right, this month it is Craig, Chris, Sal. So Craig, you get to kick off with your top five. All right. Yeah, like I said, this uh, this was pretty easy for me. Um, there's a ton ton of movies, and some were based. And my my list is some. Well, actually, there's quite a few based on some real stuff, and well, it's about half and half. Anyhow, 
my number five was Billion Stew from Scream. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Oh, you, so the, we're just doing the movies. Just I think, the movies. So Scream. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, Scream. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm giving names in the movies too. Gotcha. You I'm, got I'm gonna gotcha. do both. Gonna At do first, it. I was like, I don't know if I know that movie, and then you said from Scream. I was like, oh, okay, I see what he's I mean, doing. I can call him a ghoul, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ghostface. No, no, no. Billions do from the movie Scream. I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna give you the name. And the all right. Movie. That's cool <laughs> and all. Going beyond the Call of Duty. <laughs> Uh, number four, I had Esther Coleman, and that was from the movie Orphan. Oh, that was a that was a good movie. Yes, yeah, that one. I, I don't know. Just for some reason, it was like it really like bothered me. Like she just she was like so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was Guillermo del Toro, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, he does a lot of creepy movies. Yeah, but it was a great character. Like I said, it was a great serial killer. I thought. You know how she she pretended to be young and she was actually I forget yeah. how old she was, but anyhow, she pulled it off. Uh, number three, I have Leatherface, sort of based on a, on a true story. From Texas yeah. Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, the movie. Well, it'd be Jack the Ripper from Hell is the movie. That was Johnny, a good one. Johnny Depp. I mean, Jack the Ripper. They made lots of movies. But that was a good one. <clears throat> but when I was a kid, for some reason, Jack the Ripper, and it's still fascinating, like, they, they never found out who Jack the Ripper was. Yeah. They had when I was a kid, it's just, I like that time period, you know what I mean? The, the alleys of London, and it was kind of just neat. Yeah, um, it was a good role for him, too. Sort of grabbed me when I, like I said, that that whole atmosphere grabbed me when I was a kid, just the mm-hmm. streets mm-hmm. of London. And, um, and my number one was uh, Norman Bates from Psycho. Nice. Psycho. Nice. Honorable mentions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I went with uh, Jeremiah Sand from the movie Mandy. Ah. And uh, little Fritz Honka. <laughs> <laughs> from the Golden Glove. Uh, that dude Jesus. knew how to party, didn't he? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> uh. And that's based on a true story. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Not to is. jump ahead, but did you guys watch the end of it? The, they showed some real yeah. footage. Yeah. Of, oh, no, I didn't see that. that oh, you had to stay and watch it. They showed uh, we'll, we'll talk about like, it during our review. And, yeah, yeah. We'll, talk. we'll talk about it okay. during the review, but uh, I made some notes about that because it really freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good I list. was going to put him in my li- my top five, but I was like, yeah. Yeah. Is that all nice. then? Yep. That's good it. list. Good list. Yeah. Good list. All right, so uh, my top five. Uh, number five, American Psycho. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and and actually, that uh, that is based off of a like a, a true story. Yeah. And I can't remember what the name of the guy is. That is Patrick based Bateman, off. I think, was his. Patrick was his Bateman? name? Yeah, was his name in the movie? Yeah, yeah but I, I think it's the, the the book that it's written off of was based off of an actual serial killer, and I can't. I remember. did have that written down as another honorable mention, by the way, on the backside. But... Okay. All right. Uh, number four, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. And, oh, nice. And our choice for this month uh, reminded me uh, a lot of this movie, I thought. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that then. But That's uh, funny. That's that uh, actor from... Uh, Merle. Yeah, Merle from yeah, it, Michael Michael Rooker, I think, or something like that his name wasn't is. Wasn't he right? Days of Thunder, too? He was like a, a 
NASCAR driver in that Tom Cruise movie, too. I, I think. think so, yeah. Cool. So the other weird thing about this is it's based off of Henry Lee Lucas. Um, and apparently, like, most of the murders that he, he confessed to committing, he didn't commit. Yeah. Like, he could confess to, like, hundreds and hundreds of murderers, uh, uh, murders, and he only committed, like, three or four of them. Nice. But they were more than willing to, like, you know, pin them all on this this dude. But that was, That's, a yeah, that was interesting. That was like a, a B movie, like independent, like way back when. And not people didn't know about that movie. But well, yeah, but it was. I think one of the reasons was because it was so, like, so real and so like visceral. Like it turned a lot of people off. I think yeah. it, it got it got a bad rap back then because of that. You know, it like, sort of had a cult following then too. After like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number three for me is seven. Okay. Um, Kevin Spacey character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget what the hell his name was in the movie. I didn't write down the names of my my killers, but uh, that's one of those ones that like always stuck with me, and and I just like the creativity of how he went went about picking his his victims, you know. And yeah, he didn't, for sure. He didn't like kill them per se. He just let them let their own vices kill them, which was was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, number two, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter, obviously, right. Uh huh, and uh, and Buffalo Bob or no Buffalo yeah Bill. Buffalo Bill Bob, Bob, Bob Bill. Was Buffalo. yeah 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 and, yep. and my number one is is Psycho nice okay yeah um several honorable mentions for me um the Golden Glove <laughs> uh who's watching Oliver oh, which no. <laughs> which also kind of reminded me of, of yeah the, yeah that movie reminded me of yeah yeah, yeah. Um, with the exception of Mom. Well, yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was no mom. Uh, the Hitcher, which I, which when I when I first saw that, I thought that was like a like such a brutal movie. And actually, the remake of it wasn't wasn't terrible either. I never saw the uh, remake. No, no. Uh, the remake came out like I think in the mid two thousands. Yeah, I remember, uh, was, but I didn't. I didn't watch just it. Just as uh, just as you know, brutal. I, I thought. And then the last one I have is Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which was the Netflix uh, one about Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. That yeah. starred uh, Zach yeah. Efron. Okay. I thought. I watch uh, that one. Oh, yeah. Zach Efron did a great, great Ted Bundy. Nice. And that's, that's, that's my list of. Uh, Very good. Great list. All right. Yep. Thanks. All right. Uh, my number five American Psycho, which All is right. why oh. I laughed when you did yours, because I'm like, holy shit, that's what I have my number five. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about this at all. Yeah, my number four, the last house on the left. Oh yeah, which is on I, so many of my freaking lists because it's such yeah. a fucking stellar movie, the original yeah, that, that is. Yeah. Uh, my yeah, number that... three is seven. <laughs> that is bizarre. Yeah, which is funny because seven. Like that was one of those movies that number one was gory as fuck, shocking as fuck at the end, and oh, just yeah. left a major impression on you. Like I remember leaving the theater going, "What the fuck? What's in the box? But yeah, what's in the box?" And it had a great, it had a great cast. Yep. Um, yeah. you know, it was it was just well written. I mean, it was it was a great movie. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. My number two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. And my number one, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh boy! You know, right. I was going to add that anybody to my specifically, list. or just the family. The whole family, man, because they're yeah. all brutal <laughs> as fuck. They're all brutal yeah. as fuck. I mean, I think Otis is probably the most brutal out yeah. of them, but yeah. but, but Baby is, is pretty up there too, because she's. I think Otis is a bit like more controlled than Baby is. She's yeah. wild and crazy and just fucking off the rails. Yep. Yeah. 
That was a crazy movie. And uh, I got a couple honorable mentions. Uh, my number one is The Guest. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It was like 2014. Uh, it was a really good one, but uh, that was one of my uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, it's like a it's like a thing where a, a son is off to war and he dies, and one of his war buddies comes home and greets the parents and says, "Oh, I'm, c- I'm coming to you know tell tell you I spoke to your son. He wanted me to let you know before he died that he he loved you guys, cared about you, whatever." And and then he starts like randomly killing people, like while Whoa. staying with them, uh. tr- pretending to be like a friend when he wasn't even a friend of the. Got, you know, like they weren't even friends. Oh, it, really? It was very yeah. fucked up. It's a very that fucked up story. Pretty good. Um, guest, huh? Yeah. My number two was the Clove Hitch Killer, which I just watched that one not too long ago, and that one kind of was really fucking wild. Yeah. That's um, uh, Dylan McDermott, right? Yeah. And then uh, my number three was Three from Hell, which it was a toss-up between number one being Three from Hell or House of a Thousand Corpses. I really liked the inclusion of Richard Brake in Three from Hell. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, which really wanted me to kind of put it as number one. But I thought, you know what? House of a Thousand Corpses is the original, so I made that my number one. But it was also at the at the, at the loss of Sid Haig, too. You know? Yeah, like, which was sad. Like it it kind of, I mean, the reason that he was in it was because Sid died and they needed to fill that third spot. So. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I loved it, but yeah. it was kind of de- depressing that uh, Sid Haig wasn't around for it. Yeah. Because yeah. Captain Spaulding was, was, was awesome. Stellar. Yeah. 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 So there you go. All right. Now there was nice, another nice successful uh, top five. All right. A lot of matches. Yeah. Very much so. There's, again. I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, Jigsaw at all. You know. Chris. Um. I was going to, I was trying, like I said, I was trying to base, base them off of like st- stuff that was more real just so I could avoid going yeah. into slasher territory or going into like supernatural territory. Um, and so I just, I stayed away from that one. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love that, those movies, but uh, I was trying to stick with stuff that was a little bit more, yeah. you know, yeah. based on reality. Yeah. Like this one we're about to talk about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which was a suggestion. Um, by by a listener and a friend of mine, um, he told me that he watched it and it was just a brutal <laughs> movie that he should he thought we should check it out. So we could sure. say that this is our first like actual like movie that was recommended to us by by a listener. Okay, well, thank you, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the movie of the month, the Golden Glove. Now. The Golden Glove, let's give it a little bit of history. Before we go into discussing the movie, let's go give a little bit of information about this. 2018? Right? Is that what it was? 2019, made? I think. 2019, 2019. yep, 2019. Yeah. And it okay. has uh, 54% from the um, uh, reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes and a 79% from <laughs> the audience. Clearly, uh, you know, th- those people that do uh, reviews for a living don't know what the hell they're talking about. Exactly. I, I think most of them probably turned it off after like the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, let me just say that. Um, Starts off with we'll me. go a little further here. So it's a German film, German language film. It does have subtitles mm-hmm. uh, directed by someone by the name of Fita Akin. And apparently he's done quite a few movies that are, are well well liked. Yes. And unfortunately, it seems that even in Germany, when this one was released, it got really bad rev- reviews in Germany. Huh. Uh and the other interesting thing is that the actor uh, that played uh, Fritz Honka is a 29-year-old young dude. 
Yeah, he's, he's an attractive handsome. guy too. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like a good-looking dude. Handsome. Yeah, but the yeah. makeup that they did to transform him was phenomenal. Oh my god, he's <laughs> repulsive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a fucked up movie. Like I had to pause it once or twice because I was appalled by the shit that was going on in the film. I, sh- I had a shower after I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it was really. Yeah. And then the thing is, you know, I felt like I wanted to drink and smoke. To be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like looking. I'm looking at the film, and I'm, I'm, and I'm yeah, and I'm thinking I gotta, Schnapps, yeah. I gotta know a little bit more about this. So I just quickly did like a Google search, and I find out. Wait a minute, this is based on a real serial yeah. killer. Yeah. Holy shit! I was it yeah. blew my mind, and I'm like, then I was even more creeped out by the whole thing because I'm like, holy shit! So apparently, this guy was a serial killer in. Uh, Berlin Munich. from uh, yeah in uh, Munich Hamburg. from from Ham- Hamburg. from Hamburg right Hamburg Germany 1970 through 1975 he murdered four prostitutes um, well, and and to call them prostitutes yeah. is is, is it, I think they were retired prostitutes yes. maybe long or well, retired so oh. I was looking up long, the history long retired yeah I was looking up <laughs> the history of it so basically during this time in Germany uh, there was a lot of it was very poor. Unemployment, a lot of unemployment, a lot of depression. Well, yeah, it was East and West Germany. Yep. Yeah. But you even but it was on the it was on the non-communist side, right? Correct. So right, West yeah. Germany. But Hamburg they, was part of West Germany. Right. But there was still a lot of poverty there, like yes. like yeah. staggering amounts of poverty. Oh, you could tell watching the movie. You're like, imagine uh, what East Germany was like. Holy yeah. Smoke. Yeah. But not only that, alcoholism was like at its peak in the 1970s <laughs> in Germany. Uh, and I'll they like well, and they were all drinking like the cheapest shit schnapps, schnapps uh, that you could find. You know? like, man. He'd come home with that grocery bag full of like five, six, seven, eight bottles of schnapps, and he he stacks them. And then he's smart and he locks them up because he knows all the prostitutes are going to try yeah. and drink them. <laughs> but he's he's a conflicted character because at one yeah. point he he's trying to appease this this inert sexual desire he has. But he's an unattractive man, and he really doesn't have many choices. So yeah. instead, what he's he does... He's got all those, like, like titty magazines, all, like, oh, plastered all over his all apartment walls. walls. So clearly, he's not mentally sound as an individual. Uh, you no. could tell that he was kind of a slow dude, right? Because he was a janitor. I would have liked a little bit more of a backstory. I mean, they did say that he came from a family of ten. Yeah. Well, his dad, his dad was in uh, in a concentration camp. They, they, yeah, right. so yep. you so. can tell like he got messed up somehow from family, or you know. So and it, that and one dude was his brother that showed up. Yeah, his yeah. brother wasn't the swiftest either, right? Well, did you see the comments that his brother made about drinking? Why Germans drink? Did you did you oh, see yeah. that part? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I was like, fuck. I, if I were in Germany in 1970s, I'd be fucking drinking too every day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the, the the movie is shot so well. Like, the filth in his apartment was appalling. Uh, I felt dirty. Yeah. I seriously felt yeah, dirty. It was gross. See all the little uh, the car air fresheners hanging off of it. Which, which, by the way, I when I read the article about when he got cat, when they found out about him... Yeah is the amount of these green, evergreen uh, car air fresheners in his apartment trying to hide the odor of rotting corpses. No, no, it was covering up the Greek food smell. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's those the damn Greeks downstairs. That was the best part. When that one prostitute comes in, he's like, oh my God, your room stinks so bad. He's like, it's not me, it's those fucking Greeks downstairs. <laughs> they, they fucking cook. And, they cook yeah. mutton and fucking filth all day long. <laughs> uh, so... 
So it even starts out like it starts out like they just like throw you right in the the deep end. Yeah. Like, like you, you're trying to like there's just like this fat like legs with the pantyhose like half hanging off on the bed, oh. and you see him all of a sudden just like climb on it with it like like a trash bag, and he's like 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 you can see the sweat building on his back as he's trying to cram this bag into the you know this, this body into, into this a bag. bag. Well, not only that, he was using those rubber straps to try and tie up her legs first. Uh, I was yeah, like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, oh my god, he's already disposing of a body? This is the yeah, opening oh, scene yeah, of like, the movie? Holy crap, it just started. <laughs> and so then he can't fit her in the bag right. So then it just like goes from there to and you said like you said, it was shot so well that but but the, the sound was so good that you you knew what he was doing with the Yeah. <laughs> Was like, oh man. Well, he's trying to get her out of there, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna cut her up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's the thing I didn't understand. He took pa- most of the pieces, yeah. and threw them in that alley or whatever. That like a trash pile was. that was outside. Yeah. It kept some of them and shoved them in the crawl space. Right. Yeah. I'm like, right. Well, if you took the time to like chuck. Well, those, he wasn't the smartest, and you well, know no, that. But, like, he should have been caught like. Them? A half hour into the movie, he should have been caught by the cop. Oh, yeah, because, like, the, the stench. Well, like, that's, everybody in his building complained about the stench. So that's one of the interesting things that I've read about is that during the time of him performing these murders in the 1970s, multiple people in that apartment building complained about the odor coming yeah. from his apartment. And the well, police... Like two, two or three of the women skedaddled out of the apartment. Too, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the police... You know, he like punched her in the face and like she didn't say nothing. You know, yeah. she goes running that, that first lady that was his mate for a while. She just yeah. like up and left. Like, yeah. yeah, why wouldn't she like say call the cop? Like this guy's fucked up. You know? well, I mean, but look at, look at a lot of those women that he brought there. They were all like, like just pretty much at their last like lot in life too. Like, they, you know... Yeah. Like she was just there because she had a roof over her head and he was giving her booze. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. And and that's the thing is, um, if you if so, I'm reading the article and it turns out the police just were like, first of all, in the neighborhood he lived in was mostly slums, so right. the police were like, yeah, he's fucking dirty, he doesn't clean, that's why he stinks. Uh, we're not going to check out his apartment. We don't give a fuck. And right. multiple people complained about him throughout the that five year period where he's killing people. And every single time that someone went to the police, they were like. You live in a fucking slum. Like, move somewhere else if you don't like the stink of it. Yeah, I mean it's true. Like, it was the it was, and I think that's that like the location of it made the story because no one was gonna miss those people. No one noticed him like you know like taking them in there and then never leaving. You know, it was it, it was it was a good setup for what he what he did. And the only thing I didn't like about the film was the placement of that teenage boy and the girl. Now, I under- Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I understand the side story there is that that girl is somebody he was eyeing up, right? Somebody yeah, that yeah. Somebody that he was fantasizing about when he was committing his murders or fantasizing about when he was having sex with those old, disgusting prostitutes. Um, <laughs> like, some of them were just fucking gross. Like, that one girl that beat the shit out of him. <laughs> She, I don't know if you saw. And then so, she rubbed the mustard on his yeah, dick. So, yeah. So the, she goes into the. She gets done getting fucked by him. She's all bloody because he beat her because she was yeah. make, she was making fun of him because he couldn't get it up. So then he's like passed out in the bed. She goes into the 
kitchen, grabs a sausage, dips it in the mustard, starts eating it, and goes, you know what, fuck this. She sticks her hand in there. I'm thinking, what is she going to do? She takes the mustard and rubs it on his dick, and he gets up screaming. That Like, obviously, I'm sure it was like horseradish mustard. But then then she just stayed there and, like, sat down and laughed at him. I'm like, she probably should have left. Yeah, she took the money. No, she took the money, all of his money. Oh, yeah, she took the money. She opened up the booze cabinet, cracked open a bottle of his booze. Meanwhile, you know, he's washing his dick frantically trying to fucking. she kicks him in the nuts, too. Oh, but then when he gets up, that's when he goes nuts and fucking kills her. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you. The thing about it is, uh, the other thing is, so I was a little bit thrown off by that the teenage boy and the teenage girl. I yeah, understand the idea that he fantasized about this girl in his neighborhood, but that inclusion of that teenage boy, like, I didn't understand. Um, I, I didn't understand the part where that that uh, uh, former Nazi general pissed on the kid's back, which yeah. was so fucking <laughs> weird. Yeah. And then he just went and hid in the shitter and wouldn't come out. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Like, that part yeah, didn't... I mean, didn't remember he made her mother fill out that paper and sign it, and that you know he was yeah. You know, so maybe we're that a contract. We have a contract. Yeah. So maybe that's where that came from. Like in real life, they probably found this and said, you know, who is this? Oh, and maybe. Then, maybe. And then they I found guess. out it was this teenage girl, Rosie, and then she might have put input into it and said, you know, I was you know friends with this boy, yep. and I don't. Because she she could have got wet. Like if it wasn't for that fire, she would have well, got yeah. back, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. True, true. That was what was... I thought was really cool. Well, I'm spoiling, but yeah, really cool. There were some funny parts to it too. Like 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 you mentioned the Christmas trees before, but the one time where he he like shoved more parts into that stinky hole and just grabbed like a handful of the trees and threw them in there with him. I'm like yeah, oh. that's gonna work. No, better <laughs> yeah. than that is when he opened up the cubby hole to throw that other body oh, in it, and he immediately oh, and he puked. Yeah, he, he immediately just puked. He's like, Bleh. I'm like yeah, no shit, asshole. That's why you don't put or dead the, bodies. Or in when there. the maggots from the thing started dripping into that girl's soup. Well, yeah, at the end of the movie, that was the worst part. And I read about that. That was all true. That all happened. Oh, that's so nasty. The oh. neighbors had complaints about the maggots falling down uh, through the fucking uh, uh, roof above them. And it was the day before the fire. But then when that fire happened, that was the other thing. So in the article that I was reading about the true guy's life is that he seriously did come home, see his apartment on fire or the apartment below him. He told the fire chief that I live in the attic. That's my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Not even thinking about the fact that it's if he just gave away that if they go up there and find bodies, right there he is. And then you once know what I thought I thought this was going to be the, and this would have been a fantastic ending. I thought it was his apartment on fire and all the evidence is gone. Yeah, well, I was yeah, thinking yeah. The same that's thing. what I thought. That's what I thought too. But then you saw that the fire, like great, like ah, oh, it's all burned. Right, but you saw the fire chief go, yeah, yeah, check. Check the attic and make sure there's no smolders up there yet. That there's nothing yep. still smoldering. Oh, that no, dude, the yeah, first guy out like throws up. And he the, sprints out, takes his mask and off, just and throws up. Yeah, and then another guy. And then before you know it, the cops are there. They grab him. They arrest him. And that's literally how he got arrested by being a dumbass. Um, <laughs> no, like I said, he wasn't smart. No, like, not and, at all. And even and I thought another party would have got snagged was the the work. You know when he was. Well, yeah, he was like just trying to bang his coworker. Like, why didn't they say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like whatever was going on in Germany at the time, people just didn't talk. Yeah, and that boss is like, I don't care here. You know what I mean? Like, like just take the like it was hard just to find good employees. Yeah, Yeah. he's like, oh, I'm gonna be dedicating, and the guy's like, I don't care. 
Yeah. You the, know, uh, so. the, the cast of characters at the, the Golden Glove are pretty interesting, too. That's like, a real all, place, too, I think. All them weird dudes, like, each had, like, their own little backstory. I think that was his regular hangout, too. That's like, I think that bar still <laughs> is there. My favorite, my favorite part is the guy they call Anus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's when they first called to him. Like, I know German names are a bit different than ours, but doesn't anus mean the same thing in every yeah. language? And then he's here, blah, 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 anus. Anus. <laughs> and they go, oh, <laughs> anus. Yeah. And then the, they, they said that they called him. I can't remember why they called him that, but that wasn't his real name. Yeah, like, none of them had their real fun. names. It was funny as fuck. It was funny. Uh, and then yeah, and, there was some comedy to it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, there, there were some funny things. There was a lot of really fucked up shit. It gave you a really interesting view. And then the part that I found really disturbing was at the end when the movie was finally over, they rest him. During the credits, during the whole credit time, they were showing actual photographs of his apartment. Yeah, I missed that. Yep. And it was identical. Uncanny. Identical. Uncanny. Like the set designers made it look exactly like Even the photographs. The creepy, dolls, the creepy, the creepy dolls, dolls, dolls. Yeah. The creepy dolls on the couch. The like big. Those, he really had. Saw. Like, that big sewn ashtray. The saw. Yeah, there was that uh, like wooden like penis. I thought for sure someone was gonna the, get hit with dude, that. Dude, the wooden penis, the the liquor cabinet where he locked up all his liquor, all that stuff. Yeah. The kitchen, it looked exactly like the photos. Everything yeah. like it it's like on. even the placement on. of the nude photos on the wall. The set yeah. designer like did everything like for like <laughs> from the photos. Yep. That was the other part that disturbed me was like each each chick like he tried to get it up and couldn't and so he's sitting there like jerking it dude to yeah. those I, pictures on the wall. Yep. Here's and the thing: one girl he went and grabbed the sausage and, and fucked her with the sausage, <laughs> and then the other girl I think he grabbed like a candlestick or something yeah. like that and like yeah. this, I'm like holy shit and the, and they're just like laying there like I'm like man yeah. they're all this... wasted too. That's the other thing. That's why I couldn't get dude. He's dude. Just like wasted. They were blitzed That's... out of their minds because he filled he filled a drinking glass. With fucking schnapps, and then they just go bloop, down it goes. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure those ladies were dry as the desert, and he was as limp as you know what I mean. It's like, dude, and that's uh, the other thing too. They, they showed his dick a bit too much. For yeah, me, I, I was just gonna say these European movies, man, nothing but dick. There was dick <laughs> constantly, yeah. and the only tits you saw were sloppy old lady tits oh, that were horrifically God, bad. Dude, they were like twice, you know what I mean. Even when even when he's jacking off, I'm pretty sure that was his dick in his hand. Like he was, he was like oh, pounded yeah. away at it. I'm like, yeah, what the was... fuck are they showing this for? Uh, I see him jacking off on his fucking dick in the middle of the apartment. They showed him from behind too. Like it was. Nuts for like, he's got like, like he's got one hand up against the wall, and he plop, 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 you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, it was so. It was such a gross movie. Like it was so. Like everything oh, it about dirty. it. Was That's gross. what I said. It was just it's so dirty, and it was. And like, you you could like oh. feel you could feel it like i felt the, 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 yeah. the grime and yeah. the, the stink yeah like, it was, like you it was, had to uh, take a shower after watching it <laughs> yeah i really did I, I i i really like felt like i needed to like cleanse myself after watching it like and i feel weird that i liked it like i'm like i feel weird that i like this movie like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well let me say so that with all that in mind right it was a good movie it's not yep. for everybody, though. It, it's no, not for everybody. No, it's definitely not. But I'll tell you, it was good. I, yep. I, I thought the director and the writer, whoever put this together, basically they translated a book to a screenplay. So this was a book written about the serial killer, right? Uh, that they turned into a screenplay and into a movie. And as far as I'm concerned, they achieved what they probably set out to do, which is this guy was fucked up. And here's a fucked up view of a very fucked up dude. 
and they made you feel gross. Like you lived it. Yeah, like like that poverty he was in, like you felt you were there. Like in that fucking gross the apartment despair. of his. Yeah. Like even after that one hooker like cleaned up his apartment, it was still the grossest fucking apartment you'd ever want to see. It was really yeah, he gross. He was still gross. Yeah. It was the whole the whole movie was gross, but I I actually liked it. I think it was uh, probably one of the better serial killer movies I've seen in a while, based so on a real serial killer. Here's how I described it to my friend when he when he asked me about it. I said it's like if Henry portrait of a serial killer raped who's watching Oliver, and they had a uh, filthy offspring that was this movie. That's that's what this yeah. movie was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it too. It was subtitled, and and yeah, you could still you could still watch it, you know, and catch catch all the scenery and and still read it at the same time. You know, it didn't like yeah, move fast. yeah. I, I yeah. didn't have any problems. Like there was a couple times where I was trying to pay attention to what was going on, and I I, I had a quick read, but yeah. it didn't move quick enough that you had to do that often. And I enjoyed that about it too. It's like you could read and. Because yeah. a movie like that, like you said, you just you're looking around everywhere trying to. And I I, I read that the uh, the the uh, subtitles were interpreted very well. Like it 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 went along with with yeah. the dialogue pretty pretty yeah. pretty specifically. Sometimes they they get lost in translation, but this one uh, did pretty well apparently. And, yeah. and and the other thing I'll say too is if you look up all of the women that played the prostitutes. Like even that one that was the house dresser, you know, the the cleaner, the she was pretty fucking wrecked. Like her hair was so greasy. Oh like, yeah. I'm pretty sure her hair wasn't brown. It was just brown from grease. If you look at the photos of these people in real life, they're actually very attractive people. Yeah, the actor. Uh, yeah, these actresses yeah. were, and so that tells me they just p- pulled off like the fucking role of a yeah. lifetime. Like they transformed into somebody else, and it was good. Like yeah, I sure. was thoroughly. Um, uh, surprised to see some of these actors and actresses, you know, outside of their makeup, uh, you know, what they look like on their IMDb. Pretty, yeah, pretty was, amazing. Because they were all gross in the movie. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. But they were in, in real life. They're all fairly attractive people th- that look normal, uh, did not look normal at all. Like, especially when he would like hunch over all the time. Like, even, yeah. even after he was done, like dragging the bodies into the coop cubby holes, which by the way, the other thing during the credits is they showed the police drawing of his apartment and oh, where apartment. each where each of the bodies was found when they discovered the the four bodies. Uh, or uh, it's three bodies and parts of one, which was her, his first uh, murder. There yeah. was only a leg and a torso. And a torso. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's what they said about the body parts that they found out in that yard. Like, eh, we're missing a torso and a leg. Yeah, yeah. So if th- those were found in like the side cubby. Then there was another cubby by the kitchen where they found the second woman, her full body. Uh, and then the other, there was one around the corner of the first cubby where he stuck the other body. So it was like fucking gross. But they showed the murder weapons on the police photo of the murder weapons. Oh, yeah, and they were talking about the weather. They were like, it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? It's like, oh. That one lady that he bounced her face off the table a couple times. Like, yeah. that, that one, like, I, I, I kind of like. Yeah, you felt that, and then you got blown yeah. every time. Because like, up until that point, they had kind of, like, tiptoed around the murders. Like, you heard them, yeah. or, you know, yeah. like, that that one, he just, like, wham, yeah. wham. I was like, oh, or, or actually, when he punched that one lady's like false teeth out and they broke on the floor. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. He's like, that was a pretty good shot too. Like, 
I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she when she left, right? That's what I'm saying. That's like one of those ladies that left. Yeah. Yeah, she left at the, in the bar because he saw... She, she went, went with went the over, nun or something like that, yeah. right? She, yeah, yeah. That, that nun came up to her and, and and sold her on Jesus. And she's like, well, it's either Jesus or this guy who, like... You well, know, she said it would be hot food and a nice, clean place to live. And, that, yeah. like, and like we said, you know, for back then, the conditions yeah. they were living in, yeah. that was like heaven. Well, and that's that's that girl that you were talking about that was banging his, her head off the table to kill her. That was the pair of women that he brought back to the apartment the We're first one right, she'll get she passed the, out or died or the, the first one he beat the crap out of her and then she went out to the bathroom and left yeah she took off and then that's when he took the anger out on the other girl and started banging her head off the the oh. fucking table there yeah uh, it's funny because when he brought those girls home he goes okay the two of you lick each other's pussies yeah and then the girl goes fuck <laughs> you you can go lick a pussy <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not for everybody. This movie, like, yeah, it's, she's it's, like, I'm not doing it. Like, yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna recommend that our listeners, if you're if you're okay with some of that really over the top shit, I definitely and wouldn't. That's hard for some people too, but yeah, I like wouldn't. I, said, I definitely so. wouldn't. Like, I did not watch this with my daughter, and I told her after she asked me how was it, I go, uh, don't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said it's not something you're gonna want to watch. I said, but it, w- it was a good movie. Like the person who directed yeah. it did a fantastic job. I'm and not sure. Was good. Yeah, I'm not sure who wrote it, but they did a fantastic job. And the actor turns out, 29 year old dude is pretty pretty decent looking. The yeah. makeup that they did on the guy was amazing. I I I, I thought it was a great movie. I, yeah. So anybody that listens to our podcast, I think if you're okay with some over the top gore and some really violent scenes, and you don't mind reading subtitles, as a foreign film, this is a great horror film it's a great serial killer film based on a true story uh and like i said the set designers when i looked at those photos at the end i'm like holy shit they made his room look exactly like the crime photos unbelievable even the dolls that he had on that bench like all that shit was was in the crime photos i don't know how they did it but they spent a lot of time making that apartment look exactly like his real apartment. Even the way that the roof sloped and all the position of where it was in the attic, just perfect. Yeah. And I got to imagine they actually built a set to replicate that apartment. Anyway, I'm going to say definitely worth watching. Personally, I say out of five stars, three and a half. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. All right, we will give it the American Nightmare podcast a four out of five star rating. If you're a listener of our podcast and then you enjoy serial killer films, this one's based on a real life serial killer, and it's definitely worth watching if you don't mind reading the subtitles. Awesome. All right. Uh, just a couple things before we stop for the for the night. Um, let me get my notes real quick. Uh. Thank you, everyone, again for listening to American Nightmare Podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, our numbers are very steady. We got about two hundred listeners every month now. So yesterday, nice. or Thanks, everybody. just a few days ago, I published last month's um, episode. I apologize for the lateness, but I'm having a hard time with the audio production quality on this stuff. My voice is always crappy. That. We're gonna come up with a solution soon, um, but. I see that as soon as I publish it within the first hour, we get about 75 downloads. And by the end of the night, we had over 200 downloads. So that means there's a lot of people subscribed, getting them as I publish them. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening to us. We really appreciate it. In addition, I'd like to mention that we have a sponsor 
which it's not real sponsored, but basically it's my business. I have a new <laughs> business um, that I have up on Etsy. I print 3D uh, printings that I sell on Etsy. The name of the site is it's Etsy slash shop slash dark foundation. Check out the site if you're into. I'm going to be publishing. Um, I'm getting licenses from different artists in order to print their artwork and sell it. Uh, I'm negotiating right now with someone who makes uh, horror icons. Freddy Krueger, oh, nice. Jason, Michael Myers. He's got some really great sculpts. Uh, I'm going to be Art selling clamp. some of those. No, he doesn't have that one, unfortunately. But he has some of the others. And maybe we can talk him into doing some other ones because he does commission work, too. Uh, but I have uh, X-Men stuff up there. Right now, I got some Slavic mythology, like Baba Yaga and a couple other characters. But I'm going to put mostly horror-related or uh, sci-fi-related stuff up there. So if you're interested Sweet. in that stuff, check it out. Um, in addition, uh, I'd also like to um, say once again, you know, if you have suggestions for future podcasts, movie reviews, or just general feedback, email us at feedback at the American Nightmare, the hyphen American hyphen nightmare dot com. And you can also visit us at the website, the hyphen American hyphen nightmare dot com or on Facebook. And until next month, thank you for listening. Peace out. Thank you.